0: Well, my whole show just got up, shooken up by Nancy Pelosi. My goodness gracious. Uh, we got news happening here on WSB. The House Democrats are meeting behind closed doors right now to figure out what they're going to do impeachment-wise. The phone number here, 404 872 750 wsb talk We do have news news. Let let me bring you up to the state of play right now. Uh, Washington Post this morning, followed by the New York Times, reporting that the president, one week before meeting with the head of uh, Ukraine, did withhold funds from Ukraine. A week before the president met with the Ukrainian president, he ordered withholding of funds, and no one knows why. This from the Washington Post, uh, President Trump told his acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney to hold back almost $400 million in military aid for Ukraine at least a week before a phone call in which Trump is said to have pressured the Ukrainian president to investigate the son of former Vice President Joe Biden, according to three senior administration officials. Officials at the Office of Management and Budget relayed Trump's order to the State Department of the Pentagon during an interagency meeting in mid-July, according to officials who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss internal deliberations. They explained that the president had concerns and wanted to analyze whether the money needed to be spent. Administration officials were instructed to tell lawmakers that the delays were part of an interagency process but to give them no additional information, a pattern that continued for nearly two months until the White House released the funds on the night of September 11th. The White House wound up releasing the funds because Richard Durbin, the senator from Illinois, threatened to freeze $5 billion in Pentagon funding for next year unless the money was distributed. Likewise, Mitch McConnell became involved. Mitch McConnell, of course, on the floor of the Senate said this. Very curious that McConnell would become engaged on this front, largely to say, largely to, well pretty much say that he has no idea why the president withheld the money, but he fought to get it released.
1: It is regrettable that House Intelligence Committee Chairman Schiff and Senator Schumer have chosen to politicize the issue, circumventing the established procedures and protocols that exist so the committees can pursue sensitive matters in the appropriate, deliberate, bipartisan manner. Although we don't know the substance of the allegations, there is speculation that it relates to our relationship with Ukraine. For my part, Mr. President, as I stated earlier this month, I was very glad to see the White House release security assistance funds for Ukraine. I championed U.S. security assistance to Ukraine over the objections of the Obama administration in 2014. I have consistently believed in the importance of helping our Ukrainian partners defend their territory against Russian aggression. In fact, I have been personally pressing them to release security assistance funding for several months to ensure the United States did not walk back our important commitments to Ukraine. On two occasions, I raised the need to keep our commitment to Ukraine with the Secretary of Defense, expressing my interest in seeing this money be released to help our Ukrainian partners. I raised it with the Secretary of State. My staff also engaged senior officials at the Pentagon, at the State Department, at the National Security Council, and at the Office of Management and Budget.
0: Yeah, so it's just, it's very, very interesting. Uh, Very interesting indeed that we would be in this situation where the Senate Majority Leader feels compelled to go to the floor of the Senate and say, hey, I was trying to get the money released. Now, you need to know a couple of things. One, the money was withheld, and and the White House does not deny it. Two... Chris Murphy, a very unreliable senator from Connecticut, and I I don't mean that disparagingly, that's just the reality. He is very partisan. Uh, Chris Coons is really respected by the Republicans. Uh, Chris Murphy is not. Uh, Chris Murphy says that uh, he met with the Ukrainian president at the beginning of this month, and the Ukrainian president really did believe that the money was being withheld uh, because of the Joe Biden investigation. We don't know whether that is true or not um but there you have it uh and now we know that the the president has come out and said it was all about Corruption, and that is now the White House line, is that the president was concerned about corruption. They had an incoming new administration in Ukraine, and he wanted to make sure that there was not going to be a corruption problem. But there is new activity happening right now. The president of the United States tweeting out a short time ago, tomorrow he will release the transcript of his call with the Ukrainian president. At the same time, pay attention to the United States Senate. Mitch McConnell has hotline legislation to release the whistleblower report. Hotlining means that um, they will be bypassing the committee process and they will be taking it straight to the floor. Chuck Schumer asking for unanimous consent. Meanwhile, Mark Warner and Richard Burr, the uh, Republican and Democrats in charge of the Intelligence Committee, have said they will be interviewing the whistleblower and will be working to get the whistleblower to testify. Uh, They are troubled by the situation. Now, I've got audio from the president. Well, you're
2: going to see because uh, what we are doing is we want honesty. And if we deal with a country, we want honesty. And I think with the new president, you're going to see much more honesty in the Ukraine. And that's what we're looking for. We're supporting a country. We want to make sure that country is honest. It's very important to talk about corruption. If you don't talk about corruption, why would you give money? To a country that you think is is corrupt, one of the reasons the new president got elected is he was going to stop corruption. So it's very important that on occasion you speak to somebody about corruption. Very important.
0: Yeah, Corruption—that is the White House line. And, and you know, it, you can say that's fair, but we—I need to—I need to just give you some objective truth here as both sides begin to spin. And and let me just put it to you this way. A lot of friends of mine who are conservatives and are totally on the Trump train are going to take a very partisan spin, and they are entitled to. A lot of Democrats really dislike the president, and they're going to take a partisan spin, and that's fine. Um, I, I got nothing to lose by telling you exactly what I think. And I will do my best to try to analyze the situation and then tell you what I think. Uh, Let me give you a little bit of objective analysis here. The prosecutor in Ukraine who Joe Biden pressured them to remove, he was doing so on behalf of the Obama administration and pretty much every Western power. That is objectively true. Um, I want to play for you the audio of Joe Biden bragging about this. He was on video. He was bragging about it. You de- do need to understand that there is one phrase in here that may, if you have kids in the car, you just need to know. Uh, Sob. He says it in this this uh, towards the end of this clip. Just be prepared for it.
2: That is, I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made. I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I I, I was. Not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones, uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over, convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the twelfth, thirteenth time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had a, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah. I said, I'm not gonna, or, or we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said. I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion, I'm going to be leaving here, and I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time.
0: Now, there are allegations that the guy they put in place w- actually was sympathetic to the energy company. By the way, Ukraine's government is announcing they are going to reopen the investigation into uh, that company in light of all of this to see what actually happened. But, I, I, again, a, a lot of Republicans say, oh, Biden was bribing Ukraine. Bi- Biden was, was – this was a quid pro quo with Ukraine. That's really not True, and I don't understand how people look at themselves in the mirror saying that um, they, they're they're willing to sacrifice their honesty to be partisan stooges on this issue. It is objective. You cannot, if you were to stand before the Lord tomorrow and he demanded honesty from you, you would have to admit honestly. That it was an objective of the Obama administration to have this prosecutor removed. It was also an objective of the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, France, Germany, Spain, Italy, Denmark, the Netherlands, Sweden. They all wanted this prosecutor removed. And the reason they wanted this prosecutor removed is because he refused to investigate party corruption of his own party. Uh, there has been an election in Ukraine and that party has been ousted at the time that party uh, was considered to be deeply corrupt and that that party was using military aid from the West to combat Russia and instead enriching the politicians within that party. And many Western allies had decided they were not going to keep giving Ukraine money to hold off the Russians if the Ukraine was not going to actually spend the money properly. And that prosecutor refused to investigate allegations of corruption against the president of Ukraine's political party. That prosecutor was fired after Biden went over there and said, you're not getting this money until he's gone. He he was gone that day. Yes, it happened. And there are rumors that the guy was about to look into Hunter Biden's role. That is a rumor on conservative media. It is not actually true. It is not true to my knowledge. Maybe it is, but everything I've looked at has said no, this is just spin uh, from a couple of fringe conservative sites that's made it into the mainstream that the next day he was going to interview Hunter Biden. Whether it's true or not, here's the objective fact. Western allies, all of them, one of this guy fired. The Obama administration decided they would be the ones to fire him. They sent Joe Biden to do it. Also objective fact, Hunter Biden had business interests in Ukraine, and that guy was prosecuting that business. And then he was gone. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers, well, they got a bunch of different systems that don't work together. They've got one system for accounting, they've got another system for sales, they have another system for inventory, and so on. It's just a big inefficient mess. Taking up too much time, too many resources, it hurts the bottom line. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, it gives you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, and accounting orders, and HR instantly, right from your desktop or your phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insight with a free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com eric. That's netsuite.com eric to download your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, netsuite.com eric. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, if you'd like to be a part of the program, 404 87 20750 1 WSB Talk. Kenan Buford, thanks for being patient. Welcome to the program.
3: Hey, Eric, um, long time listener, first time
2: caller. But anyway, my question to you is this Would Trump be so willing to release the transcripts of this phone call? If there was something incriminating on it, and if there isn't anything incriminating, that pretty much puts down the impeachment call, and at the same time, could it be the straw that
3: broke the camel's back with the Democrats?
0: Yeah, listen, um, I, I, I want to get into the political implications of this and where Republicans are right now when we come back because uh, people need to understand the lay of the land as we head here. The Democrats have been going for impeachment for so long now that most voters, I think, think the, the Democrats are just out to get him and, and they don't understand this. Um, Let me play this clip from Dana Bash to give you a sense of it from CNN.
4: What I'm hearing tonight from Republicans who have the most to lose, Republicans who are up for reelection in uh, in 2020 on the Hill. Obviously, that's all Republicans in the House, but also uh, in purple states in the Senate. And even they are saying to me that their constituents, they believe, see, this is too complicated. And there's a Russia hangover here that they are hearing from their constituents that there was a shoulder shrug after, as Mark said, you know, millions of dollars were spent, a year and a half uh, of discussion about Russia, right. and their constituents didn't think it was a big deal, and they see what what is going on now is akin to that, and they think that right. they have political protection. Well,
0: yeah, they do, and until that changes, nothing is going to change for the Republican equation. You need to understand that fact. Uh, Nothing is going to change for the GOP unless the polling shifts. I want to get into those implications when we come back. And keep in mind, Nancy Pelosi is going to be making history here at the top of the hour with an impeachment inquiry into the president of the United States. We'll find out how the Democrats intend to structure this impeachment inquiry. We did not have a winner for the 95.5 WSB free gas giveaway. That means you'll have a chance to win $700 at 5. PM today. You listen at five o'clock. If you're not registered for free gas, go to WSB com right now. I want to go to Daniel in Ackworth. Daniel, welcome.
2: Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? All right. Thanks for taking my call. So I, uh, appreciate you pointing that part out of the clip that I haven't heard. I've only heard that last part, but uh, – and I understand what you're saying. He was doing the bidding. Biden was doing the bidding of pretty much all the countries wanting to get rid of that prosecutor. But what I was uh, hearing and what I've heard is that being that his son was part of the company that was being under investigation by the prosecutor – but he really should have recused himself from the whole situation. I was wanting to get your thoughts on that.
0: Look, I think he should have. Uh, and frankly, I think the Democrats are going to use that to get rid of Joe Biden. Uh, I have long said Biden was going to be the Democratic nominee. I think this kind of scuttles it because as long as Biden is there, uh, the the president gets to point to Biden and say, wait a second, this dude had a conflict of interest. And he didn't recuse himself. His son was profiting. Now, Joe Biden says he didn't know, but his son has previously said he did talk to his dad. And that's a problem. In fact, uh, here's uh, Congressman Gonzalez of Texas Democrat talking about the Biden situation.
2: He says never. And then the New Yorker piece from this summer in July quotes Hunter Biden as saying uh, talking saying his father and he did discuss that company and said, Dad said, quote, I hope you know what you're doing. I said I do. Does it raise any questions for you?
5: Well, clearly something needs to be cleared up um, at at this point. Right. So, yes, of course, I would want some. I'd want an explanation on that. And I hold uh, whoever I support and uh, responsible, regardless what party they're in, I think we should be Americans first and, and take mm-hmm. care of our country and, and
0: take care of certainly of, of our secrets and and the, and the integrity of this mm-hmm. institution. Yeah, Biden is going to have to answer. Listen, the media has been trying to make Elizabeth Warren happen since Barack Obama appointed her to be the head of the Consumer Protection Financial Protection Board. They want Elizabeth Warren. They are going to take out Biden. They understand... That This is a conflict of interest for Biden. He should not have done it, particularly because Hunter Biden already came out and said he told his dad that's a problem. Uh, Rhonda and Grayson, you're going to be next.
4: Hi, I wanted to say that regardless of the political party, if President Trump did do what he's accused of doing, would you as a conservative, come out and admit that it was wrong and it's an impeachable
0: offense? I've already said so, yes. Uh, If the president held up Ukrainian money to investigate a political opponent, that's an impeachable offense. Uh, If the president of the United States steered the power of the government to uh, persuade a foreign power to take out one of the president's political opponents, uh, then, yeah, I think that's an impeachable offense. I, I absolutely do. Uh, no question about it. You would not want a Democrat doing that if you're a Republican. You would not want a Democrat doing that. Uh, so th- there you go. Um, yeah, Rhonda, I, I totally agree with you there. That's an impeachable offense. In fact, uh, there's a lot of outrage among conservatives because it does appear that Hillary Clinton tried to get Ukrainian help uh, in 2016. And, in fact, it does appear that with Paul Manafort running the Trump campaign the Obama administration tried to get dirt on Manafort via the Ukrainians that hasn't gotten a lot of media attention now but it's true uh, and of course the media has a double standard they didn't they didn't do anything about it however um the Ob- the Obama officials would tell you the reason they were trying to get Manafort dirt is because they knew about the Russia allegations, they were concerned about it, and they saw Manafort on board, and they were trying to find it out. Well, well, maybe there should have been an an investigation. But that was then, this is now. I don't believe in situational ethics. I don't believe in moral relativism. Uh, Regardless of what the Obama administration did or did not do, and regardless of what the Biden uh, team did or did not do, if a president, any president of any party, uses his power to bully and cajole... A foreign government to try to help him destroy a domestic political opponent. I do believe that fits high crimes and misdemeanors under the constitutional understanding of it, uh, where one of the, the issues of high crimes and misdemeanors was a president doing the bidding of a foreign party or the president working with a foreign party to undermine uh, domestic interests. you got to remember, in the early history of the republic, uh, there were a number of people who were outraged by American politicians keeping ties with either the British or after the Revolutionary War uh, with the French. Uh, coddling them, and and there were clear, bright lines in the early history of the Republic uh, prior to the Constitution and shortly thereafter, of American politicians keeping ties with foreign governments and trying to exert their own power with the help of foreign governments. There were a host of laws that came out of the early part during the Articles of Confederation and then the Constitution where the early government tried to stamp out American, rich Americans using foreign influence to advance their own um, selves and resumes up the ladder. So if the president did that, there's historic precedent that, yes, that, that would be wrong. Um, we don't know that he did. Let's see how this plays out. Uh, certainly the Democrats are going to investigate the problem here though, as well, is the worst, the the worst possible spin. I do think conservatives have a legitimate point to make that we're not going to find out the truth from the media because the media does have a double standard case in point. We know this evening that the whistleblower is going to be repped by uh, someone who worked for Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton. That already suggests a level of partisanship going into this. It already suggests some member of the La Résistance. It already suggests, given what we know, the whistleblower did not have any direct knowledge of the situation, uh, that this is a person trying to hurt the president, not because they think there's been an injustice done, but because they're partisan, and Republicans are going to play that up. But what is the state of play Within the Republican Party right now. Here are a couple of things you need to understand about the Republicans right now. They have made some calculations. And as long as some of the variables that affect the calculations don't change, they're not going to change. Right now, behind closed doors, Republicans believe that they have a chance to hold the White House. It's going to be a dogfight, but the Electoral College gives them a chance. Republicans right now behind closed doors believe they're not getting the House representatives back. Republicans right now believe they keep the Senate. Republicans believe right now that they have enough legislative seats in play on their side at the state level that they can still benefit themselves from redistricting and have a chance to take back the House in 2022. Now, there are a few variables that cause that shape those calculations. One is that people think the Democrats are going to do anything to get the president. And this is just another example of that. Two is that no one really understands this situation and Biden being in the middle of it muddies it. And three is that the Mueller stuff was a nothing burger as well. The Democrats and the media built that up and it, it collapsed on their face. So maybe this will as well. And as long as those variables stay the same, that Democrats will say or do anything to get the president, people realize it. This is just more of that. No one really understands this. The Mueller stuff was a nothing burger too. And Joe Biden's presence muddies the water. As long as those variables are still there, the, the Republicans believe that they can still keep the Senate. They have a fighting shot of the White House. They have a fighting shot in state legislatures, even though the House is off the table. When the variables start to change, the calculations start to change. And if the Republicans begin to believe this is going to cost them the Senate or cost them the White House for sure, they're going to start saying, hmm hmm, maybe President Pence wouldn't be so bad. And frankly, there are a lot of conservatives who would be okay with President Pence, Who could thinking he could reboot. Those are your calculations, though. Republicans in the Senate are not going to impeach the president. The question, though, is whether or not they start seeing such negative polling In so many places that they decide to tell the president he needs to leave. Now, you need to know this has happened right now, this is breaking news. The U.S. Senate has now passed a resolution urging the administration to hand over a whistleblower complaint reportedly tied to President Trump. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer asked for unanimous consent to pass the non-binding resolution. The resolution authorizes the administration to hand over the complaint and states that the Senate and House Intelligence Committees should be allowed to evaluate the complaint in a deliberate and bipartisan manner, consistent with applicable statutes and processes in order to safeguard classified and sensitive information. This is very important here because I find it Very curious. First, Mitch McConnell goes to the floor of the Senate and says, Listen, I wanted this Ukrainian funding released and I fought for it. And then he hotlines this resolution so he can get to the floor today and allows Chuck Schumer to be the one to make unanimous consent. This sounds very much like Senate leaders actually think there are problems in what the president did and they're willing to let this process move forward without obstruction. If I was in the White House, I would be nervous by Mitch McConnell today. We have Nancy Pelosi coming up sometime at the top of the hour. We're going to carry her remarks live. We do know that she will begin an impeachment inquiry. She will let it go through the regular committee process. She will not do a select committee. Uh, The main reason she won't do a select committee is because every Democrat in the House wants a
3: piece of this.
0: Now, to the phones we go. Glenn and Lilburn, you're going to be next. Welcome.
3: Hey, thank you for uh, taking my call, Eric. I just had a a thought process on a little bit of what's going on. It just seems that, you know, they're, they're pushing all these different issues that are going on with the president right now. Could it be that this is the best defense going on offense against him in case something comes out with all the FISA abuses and everything for the people that are kind of behind the scenes and were doing things before to him? To try
0: to stop him from being president. Listen, I I think that you're seeing the Republicans go on offense over this. They're getting absolutely everything out there because I, I think there's an underlying presumption that the Democrats are going to fall on their face again. Uh, you got the the whistleblower coming out. Turns out the whistleblower is a huge partisan Democrat, or at least represented by huge partisan Democrats. You've got the um you got the president releasing the transcript of the call, and you're going to see major transparency from the Republicans on this. And they know that the polling right now shows that impeachment polls very, very negatively. And if anything, that they, they feel emboldened by the Democrats rush out the door. David and Tyrone, you're next. Welcome.
2: Hello, Mr. Eric. I
3: agree with what you said earlier about the impeachment process and how things have to be constitutionally vetted and set forth. Uh, and it applies to everybody. My problem is, is it doesn't apply to everybody. It seems, it seems to me, especially over the last 30 years or so, that it's only the right that is subject to the laws and rules of the United States. The left can do whatever they want to. And I can could, I could throw you examples, but we're not talking about that. It just, it seems very one-sided to me.
0: Oh, it, it absolutely is one-sided, and, and it's not helped by the fact that the the deck is stacked against the right in the media. Um, the, the media spins for the Democrats. That being said, um, if we do not honor the rule of law, and we have two parties that don't honor the rule of law, well, I mean, you can kiss the constitutional structures of the country goodbye. What, uh, um, Eric,
3: Eric yep. but but if you've only got if you've only got one side honoring it isn't that just as good as the Constitution being kissed goodbye anyway? No, no, it's not. Um,
0: And the reason I say that is because when you look historically at the elections, the uh, voters have overwhelmingly preferred Republicans for the presidency and since 1994 have more often than not handed Republicans control of state legislatures and the uh, Congress. So voters have been voting for the party that upholds the rule of law. Uh, even if the Democrats have it, uh, maybe Democrats need to pay attention to that fact. It is Eric Erickson here, Atlanta's evening news. There we have it from Nancy Pelosi. She will allow an impeachment inquiry to move forward, uh, and is allowing the committees themselves to proceed. She's not going to have a select committee as has happened in the past. She's just going to let them do it. Uh, One of the things you need to know, uh, is that John Lewis of Georgia has a lot to do with this. Uh, and I want to play for you the sound of John. We played some of it on, uh, the news. I want to play for you a longer excerpt of John Lewis. He took to the floor of the house. This is really relevant because John Lewis has been waiting for Nancy Pelosi He wanted to follow her lead. They are friends and allies. And he finally today has had enough, and he got ahead of Pelosi on this. And essentially, it was John Lewis who then led Pelosi to move on impeachment. Today, I come
5: with a heavy heart, deeply concerned about the future of our democracy. And I'm not alone. People approach me everywhere I go, whether I'm traveling back and forth to Atlanta or around our country. They believe, they truly believe that our nation is descending into darkness. They never dreamed that the United States, once seen as a beacon of hope and as an inspiration to people striving for equality and justice, will be falling into such degrees. I share their concern for the future of our country It keeps me up at night. We took an oath to protect this nation against all domestic, enemies, and foreign enemies. Sometimes I'm afraid to go to sleep, for fear that I will wake up, and our democracy will be gone, will be gone, and never return. Every term, this administration demonstrates complete disdain, and disregard for ethics. For the law and for the Constitution, they have lied on an the oath. They refuse to account for their action and appear before legislative body who have the constitutional right to inquire about their activities. The people have a right to inquire. They have a right to know. The people have a right to know whether they can put their faith and trust in the outcome of our election. They have a right to know whether the cornerstone of our democracy was undermined by people sitting in the White House today. They have a right to know whether a foreign power was asked to intervene in the 2020 election. They have a right to know whether the president is using his office to line his pockets. Mr. Speaker, the people of this nation realize that if they had committee even had for the possible violation, the federal government would be swift to seek justice. We cannot delay. We must not wait. Now is the time to act. I have been patient while we tried every other path and used every other tool. We will never find the truth unless we use the power given to the House of Representatives and the House alone to begin an official investigation
0: as dictated by the Constitution. That was John Lewis, Georgia Congressman, on the floor of the House, essentially pushing Nancy Pelosi into impeachment. Now, I'm going to completely be a nerd. You know what this impeachment is? Uh, if, are you a Harry Potter fan? Have you ever read the Harry Potter books? Like it, hot scum, roared Crab as he ran, but he seemed to have no control over what he had done. Flames of abnormal size were pursuing them, licking up the sides of the junk bulwarks which were crumbling to soot at their touch. Aguamenti, Harry bawled, but the jet of water that soared from the tip of his wand evaporated in the air. Run, he screamed. Malfoy grabbed the stunned Goyle and dragged him along. Crab outstripped all of them, now looking terrified. Harry, Ron, and Hermione pelted along in his wake, and the fire pursued them. It was not normal fire. Crab had used a curse of which Harry had no knowledge. As they turned a corner... The flames chased them as though they were alive, cinched intent upon killing them. Now the fire was mutating, forming a gigantic pack of fiery beasts, flaming serpents, chimeras and dragons rose and fell and rose again, and the detritus of centuries on which they were feeding was thrown up in the air into their fang mouths, tossed high on clawed feet before being consumed by the inferno. Fiend fire. It's, It's a spell in Harry Potter that unless you're a super experienced person, you can't control it. And it consumes everything in its path until there's nothing left to consume. That's what Nancy Pelosi has done now. She has unleashed something on the United States House of Representatives. She herself wanted to restrain. She herself did not want to do this. And now she's done it, and she's done it in such a way as to allow it to be uh, loosed from control of anyone. By not having a select committee, by having all of the different committees run rampant, she has let this out of the gate, and it is going to consume everything and will turn on the Democrats as well. They will not be able to control it. But that's what they want. That's what they've wanted all along. You know who the big winner today is? There's actually a real big winner today. That would be Second Amendment advocates. Ain't no way gun control passes now. Just to review, without having seen a transcript of the call, without having seen the whistleblower complaint, Democrats have decided to proceed on impeachment. Uh, It is going to be hilarious hilarious to see how this proceeds now uh robert and tucker welcome to the program
3: hey thanks i was listening to rush limbaugh this afternoon and he's saying since um there they didn't bring out the um whistleblower report um is made up um if, if the whistleblower is democratic is um you know, as um, curious as far as their motives and their, uh, the actuality of the fact being um, real, meaning partial. And I just want your thought on that.
0: We don't know anything about the whistleblower. Uh, it, it appears this evening we know that someone who re- worked for Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton is going to represent the whistleblower, which suggests partisan motivations. But we don't know anything about the whistleblower. What we do know is that the Trump-appointed inspector general, and that's key here, this is a Trump-appointed inspector general, did believe that there was relevance and seriousness to the whistleblower complaint. We now know, however, that the whistleblower did not have any direct knowledge of the president's conversation with the Ukrainian president. We, we, We know that for certain now. There was no direct knowledge. They're going to interview this person behind closed doors. Um, My guess is that the Republicans are going to be able to show that this person was politically motivated with partisan allegiances to the Democrats and undermine the whistleblower's credibility. The president would not be releasing the transcript with the Ukrainian president if there was anything bad in there. Uh, You've already got people like Chris Hayes on MSNBC suggesting we won't be able to trust the transcript, which is nonsense. Uh, We will be able to trust the transcript. Um, But this is just going to be an all-consuming fight on both sides. Uh, Big winners here, though, people who are like Second Amendment advocates and people who want gridlock, who want nothing done in Washington. Our freedoms will be safe as Congress ties itself in knots. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers, well, they got a bunch of different systems that don't work together. They've got one system for accounting, they've got another system for sales, they have another system for inventory, and so on. It's just a big inefficient mess. Taking up too much time, too many resources, it hurts the bottom line. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform. It gives you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, and accounting orders and HR instantly, right from your desktop or your phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insight with a free guide: seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com/eric. That's netsuite.com/eric to download your free guide: seven key strategies to grow your profits. netsuite.com/eric it is Eric Erickson here. Impeachment begins. Well, kind of, sort of. Uh, let me outline the process for you here in a few minutes. So I'll take your phone calls as well. 404 872 750 wsb talk Dave, Camp Creek, welcome.
2: Hey, Eric, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good all right. Hey, all these leaks for the past three years have been going on I mean, when is it going to be treason at some point? You know, you've got Comey. Nobody's being prosecuted. Nobody's being put in jail.
3: Nothing's happening with all these leaks. And this is just one more example of a breach of, you know, ethics.
0: Right. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. And and I suspect it's Democrats in Congress who are doing most of the leaking, and they have constitutional protections. To be able to do that, the speech and debate clause allows Democrats uh, and Republicans to do that sort of leaking. I do think if Republicans leaked against the Democratic administration, uh, the media would not allow it in the way they're perfectly happy to allow it with this administration. I I, I do think that's a fair point. I I do think there is a level of partisanship when it comes to this sort of stuff, and the media is uh, willing to give Democrats more latitude. Uh, but it's not treason. It it is not collaborating with the enemies. It is also under the constitutional clause on treason. You would need two witnesses to see them in the act of leaking and all that sort of stuff. So you're not going to get to treason. I, I, I get the point though, that it certainly seems like there is an effort to undermine this administration, um, uh, there are a lot of people who refer to it as the deep state. They're just there are Democrats who are holdovers of the Obama administration who have uh, career appointees. Uh, frankly, I think this is a reason to blow up the, the selective certain, not the selective the the uh, civil service. The president should be able to hire and fire everyone, uh, not just a select few. It should be this administration's ability to fire anyone he wants to fire, uh, but he does not have that right. Under the law. Now, how is this going to play out? What's going to happen is essentially legislating is going to come to a standstill. There will be some stuff that moves forward, but mostly the Democrats are going to be subpoenaing uh, members of the Trump administration. There are going to be a lot of conversations behind closed doors, a lot of interviews behind closed doors, and there's going to be um, a lot of leaking no one will be able to presume behind closed doors they're safe. What we're going to see at first is the Government Oversight Committee, the Judiciary Committee, the Intelligence Committee, and the Foreign Affairs Committee. Those are going to be the big four. They will launch separate inquiries into what actually happened. They will ask uh, Ukrainian officials to testify They will want to hear from the whistleblower and they will want to review the transcript. They will ask probably Russ vote, the, um, the, the, head of office of management and budget to come say what he knows. And there's one person we haven't mentioned that we should mention one John Bolton, former national security advisor of the president who we know, according to press reports today, fought the president demanding the release of the money And he never got an answer as to why the president wanted to withhold it. But let me tell you this. Right now, the Republican thinking is that this, like the Russia investigation, is going to nowhere. Going to go nowhere. Democrats have been wanting to get the president for a while. This just looks like they finally decided to scratch the itch. There were plenty of reasons that the president uh, had for withholding the money. From Ukraine. First and foremost, he does not want a lot of foreign aid. This is a massive $400 million foreign aid package to Ukraine. It was pursued by the prior administration. He did not like the prior administration. He wanted to stop everything they did. There are all sorts of legitimate lawful reasons for the president to block the aid, even if you disagree with him. And they have many, many, many ways to excuse it. I don't know that the Democrats are going to have a there there on the flip side of this. If they do go down a formal impeachment path, it opens the door to investigations into everything to build the case. It takes on a life of its own and it will become hard for the Democrats to control it. And I think Joe Biden will be one of the fall guys. Very hard to make the case about the president when the Republicans can muddy the water with Joe Biden, the only way to keep Joe Biden from muddying the water is for Joe Biden to not be the Democrats nominee. And I think the Democrats will realize that soon enough. Now, you got to remember as well one of the one of the underlying sentiments here is that the the Democrats, they've already made up their mind and that can cause the Democrats to trip themselves up. I played this yesterday. I want to play it again. This is Elizabeth Warren. <laughs>
4: to stand up for the Constitution of the United States of America. No one is above the law, not even the President of the United States. When the Mueller report came out, it showed three things. First, that a hostile foreign government attacked our 2016 election system in order to help Donald Trump. Second that Donald Trump is a candidate, welcome that help, and third, that as president, when our federal government tried to investigate those activities, Donald Trump did everything he could to obstruct justice. I read all 448 pages, and when I got to the end, I called for the impeachment of Donald Trump. Congress failed to act, and now Donald Trump has shown that he wins. he believes he is above the law.
0: Oh, we're really going to have to listen to her on the campaign trail till November. Now, here's Cory Booker
3: today. It, it is a portrayal of the office at the scale of which I, I, I haven't seen in my lifetime. And you might have to go back to, uh, uh, God, I, I don't think Watergate even compares to what this is. Oh, good grief. let put it very simple. That, that, that this is a nation, a Western nation, all allies understand that they are under attack Crimea annexed, a hot war going on right now, violence in the, in, in the east, in the Dumbask region of Ukraine. Uh, a, a Republicans and Democrats in the Senate and the House saying, we need to give more support and aid, approving that support and aid, and then a president saying, I am not going to give you this unless you, in the most fuggish way possible, I'm going to extort you to do uh, my political bidding against one of my political opponents. This is such a betrayal of our ideals. It is such a betrayal of congressional intent. Um, And he needs to answer for this should the facts bear
0: out. Should the facts bear out, except he's already said he needs to be impeached. He's already made up his mind. Just see, this is the problem for the Democrats. They've already made up their mind on this. And so everything will lead them down that path. And that is going to be really problematic for them because it'll force them into making mistakes. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out over the next couple of weeks. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is the Democrats have been wanting to do impeachment for a while. I mean, their class of uh, the 2018 elected class came in and said, we're going to impeach them. Remember? Remember? They they have been wanting to do this. They're doing it. Nancy Pelosi is proceeding without a transcript, without the whistleblower complaint. They clearly know stuff behind the scenes. She wouldn't be going down this road. Uh, But when the Republicans can make the case, the person's a partisan. I mean, they're going to keep the Republicans on their side. What will the independent voters do? We'll find out.